Emergency podcast territory, guys. Post-game extravaganza also. We have blended the two in. The big news, it isn't that the Marlins are now 12-0 and in one-run games to start the year. This team is historic. They are clutch. That isn't the biggest news. The biggest news, their number one prospect is being called up. Uri Perez will be making his Marlins debut on Friday at home in the teal against the Cincinnati Reds. Danny Rodriguez in the house to help me dig into all of this. And there's tons. This one could go long. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England and welcome to Locked On Marlins. This, of course, is your daily Marlins podcast. I'm your host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up, of course, on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. If you are listening to the pod, hit subscribe. It's free and available everywhere. Of course, it is your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Marlins your first listen of the day. This one probably will be the first listen of the day because this one is dropping early or late. Depends on your time zone. Doesn't matter. There is a YouTube channel. Head over to there. Hit subscribe. Also, we are trending on the user count, much like this Marlins team, no doubt about it. And if you are watching, you will see that Danny Rodriguez is here. Danny, how we doing, brother? We're doing well, man. We're doing especially even more well now that we got a Marlins dub in the... We, we're, we're, yeah, we're at 500 and we're ready to go. Fat dub. Fat, fat dub. Series fat win dub. in the desert. The boys, they, they love playing... In this mountain time zone, I didn't even know the mountain time zone existed until I met Alex Ferrer. He said to me yeah. a few months back, Pete, I'm on mountain zone. <laughs> I thought he was taking the piss. <laughs> but the, Mar- the Marlins seem to Sounds play well fake. in this time zone. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, um, we're going to dig into the game um, shortly because actually it was a wild game and a big, big win, actually. Mm-hmm. Really big win for this Marlins team after what's been an interesting road trip, but they're heading home. But really... The big news, the emergency podcast territory news made. Uri Perez is being not recalled. He's being promoted. He's getting the call. Yes, sir. We're Take here it. to win ball games, Pete. And yeah, Uri absolutely. is one of the best arms in the or- entire organization. Honestly, I have no problem with it whatsoever. I have yeah. no problem with it. Because the next three games, and I think you posted a tweet about this, mm. It's not exactly the the twenty seven Yankees he's gonna, he's going to be facing either. No, like it is a good opportunity to get him some big league innings and get his feet wet in the big leagues. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm completely with you, mate. That's what I looked at. I knew I knew obviously we had the Reds and Nats on deck, and that's why I was looking earlier in the week, thinking this feels like a great spot to get Uri up and get him. Yeah, like you said, just get his feet wet. Um, we saw him at spring; like he stayed with a big club at spring you know pretty much throughout the whole of spring training itself and we and we thought he was going to be starting at triple a not even double a there you go we thought thought it was a lock to be in triple a yeah it was a bit of a weird one i guess at the time we're thinking it's a lock a triple a goes down to double a i guess the man's thinking hey we don't need triple a for perez he's ready to (laughs) rock and roll i guess you know from your perspective mate you've already touched on it you know you you've seen it you feel it you think he's ready just try to summarize what Uri Perez will be bringing to this Marlins rotation come Friday. He's got it, it's it's 
one of the most advanced pitching repertoires you can have at 20 years old. He's 20. He literally just turned 20 Insane. in April. And he and he has four pitches. He's got the fastball, curveball, changeup, slider. And all four, he can throw for strikes. And all four get crazy swing and miss. Touches 100 with regularity. He's six foot nine. He he is literally. If you wanted to build an ace from scratch, mm. you would you would put together Yuri Perez. No doubt. And he's he's never broken 100 innings before. He's Marlins are seriously been babying him, which I mean makes sense. He's just super young, but this is a good opportunity for him to really show what he can do at, on a higher level because at this point, I feel like he's outgrown Double A. He's mm. absolutely mowing down hitters at double a there was nothing for else for him to prove i thought he would have gotten uh, uh i thought he would have gotten promoted to triple a before the big leagues but this is just screaming jose fernandez territory because jose fernandez i don't even know if he touched double a or triple a before even getting called up i think he got called up from high a. Yeah, I think so he did. <laughs> it's it's very reminiscent of what happened with jose fernandez and i'm just super excited 100%. How do you like the move, though, from, from Kim and the organization to just say, hey, listen, it's early time now. Let's get him up. Like, it feels bold. It feels brave. Like, I feel like this is a real good sign for the Marlins this year. I mean, I like that they can they can really pivot. I mean, Kim's showing that she can pivot with, okay, Cueto's down, and now Trevor's down, and Eddie is – we can get to Eddie later, but Eddie is now all of a sudden a question mark. Mm. It's like, well, the pitching depth that we thought we had – now we're going to have to reach into our bag a little bit. You know what? Let's just call up our stud prospect and see if we can win some ball games and 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 take a couple series with him in the rotation, which I totally love. Yeah. Because these games matter. It may not be August and September, but these games matter and Kim, I don't think she wants to be selling at the trade deadline. I think she wants to win and she wants to see what a team with guys like Jorge Soler if we keep them mm. playing very well what this team can do over 162, not just over 81. Yeah, agreed. You know, with the team, the way it's at, and a few of the, the key names, you know, there's a decent chance if they're out of it, they'll have to sell these guys, right? And that's the point. Yeah, like, that's, yeah exactly. So exactly it's important so. to compete in the first half because then you yeah. give yourself a shot. Maybe you can reinforce. You give yourself a lot more options. But if you're 20 games under 500 at the deadline, you have no choice but to, but to trade these guys. Yeah, absolutely. I'm intrigued. You, you touched on it, the innings piece. And this is something that me and Sean Barrett spoke about, I think, earlier in the week. When we were thinking about if Uri does get the call, you know, I think the phrase you used there, the Marlins have babied him um, and have looked after him in the minor leagues. How many, you know, let's say Uri drops in now. It's, you know, early-ish May. Mm-hmm. He lights it up. Jose Fernandez vibes. He lights it up. You know, are the Marlins really going to shut him down after 100, 100 innings if they're in the hunt? Like, I'm not convinced that's uh, the pathway they'll go. What about you? You know, so he he's pitched in 2021, 2022. I think it was 80 innings he's he's pitched. Last year, he had a little bit of arm fatigue at the end of the year. He struggled a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that that's basically what, what he's been capped at. So, I mean, the next logical progression would be in the low 100s, which, I mean, if you, if you told me at the beginning of the year, listen, Yuri Perez gets 100 plus innings in the big leagues. I would I would have signed up for it 100. No. percent I didn't think it would I didn't think it would come up this early, but I think that's more of a cross that cross that bridge when you get there kind of scenario. If he is absolutely dealing after 100 innings, I mean, it's going to be hard to take him off the field. It's kind of like I don't know if you remember Steven Strasburg, his rookie year. Yeah, they they were in the playoff hunt and he had an innings limit and they shut him down in, in the playoffs. And 
Um, that's just that that's just the way they decided to 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 handle it. And I can see that happening with Yuri, but I that that's a good problem to have. Listen, our stud twenty year old uh, ace is dealing, and he's hitting his inning, his innings limit in the big leagues that year. I think it's a good problem to have. Absolutely, wouldn't it be wild if um, they the Marlins make the postseason? They have an innings limit on Yuri Perez. They shut him down, and to take his spot in the rotation, Sixto Sanchez Chichi emerges. Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Can you imagine Chi-Chi strolling out there in game three? Oh, my God, Sixto. (laughs) Poor guy. Yeah, Sixto, baby. I saw some uh, disappointing news again. It felt like his pathway was trending in the right direction again, and then I think some sort of, you know, setback again has flamed up, and it feels like that probably takes the wind out of uh, 2023 for Sixto, I guess. But, boy, oh, boy, it's been a long road back for that guy, right? I I feel terrible for the guy. It's just... yeah. It's just to come back from a surgery that serious, it, it, it takes a lot. And he put in the work and he lost a lot of weight and he's just, he's just so talented. And, and, and it sucks to see a guy like that not even be able to to get get back on the field in in two years now. I mean, I mean, I just just feel terrible. And obviously, from an organizational perspective, it was it's been extremely disappointing because you see JT Romuto with with the big contract extension and he's helping mm-hmm. the Phillies make the World Series and all that stuff. And of course, our catchers, our catching production since JT has left has been literally the worst in baseball. <laughs> so, obviously, we lost the trade, but I just feel for six though because, yeah, I mean, obviously, he's a good guy, and and you just wish the best for for everybody to, to have success in the big leagues. We we'll guys with that kind of talent, it's just it's hard. I, I don't I don't know if we'll ever see six though on a, on a major league mound again. No, no. At this point in time, if you're a betting man. You'd say probably not, which yeah, you, know, you got to feel for the guy. And like you said, he put the body of work in, slimmed down, odd year, yeah. skinny six though, I guess. But <laughs> you know, we haven't we haven't seen it thus far. Yeah. Um, thinking about Uri Perez specifically for Friday uh, and the start, what do you expect him? You know, he hasn't been going over eighty pitches or so. I don't think a double A. So you you think the Marlins probably stick with that, right? Maybe he gets you know five innings of of work, eighty pitches potentially, something like that. You know, kind I of think a his breezy. Cap- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. They really haven't let him go past ninety. I think has been the the, the cap for him, mm-hmm. and I really don't see them steering away from that because you see all these pitchers. There's been a an insane increase, and in da- Danny Alvarez Montez he tweeted uh, a spreadsheet about this earlier. There's been just a crazy amount of arm injuries this year, especially pertaining to the pitch clock. Yeah, Yuri Yuri obviously has spent his entire career with the pitch clock because he's. He just come, came from the low minors, and the low minors have had the pitch clock for a while. Maybe he's a little more accustomed to it, but it's important to be very cautious with an arm of this caliber. Mm-hmm. And I can totally understand if if the Marlins are like, our bullpen is fantastic. If Yuri can give us five clean innings, we'll 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 take our chances with the bullpen and go from there. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, there won't be an opener for Reed Perez, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully no. not. No, Matt that, Barnes that, that can have a seat. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Listen, that, that's that's another wrinkle here, right? You've got a flashback Friday. The boys will be in teal. Yuri Perez right, making his deep. You know, yes. perfect time. I'm I'm excited to see what the Marlins uh, marketing and PR department come out with in the next couple of days because there's been mm-hmm. a couple of there's been a couple of bum moves, I would say, in that area <laughs> with ticket sales promotions. But yeah, I don't think even they can fumble this one, right? <laughs> yeah, it'll be hard. All you have to do is just just post Yuri Perez's face 
and every <laughs> corner and you should sell some extra tickets. There you go. There you go. Uh, time for our first ad. And then we uh, we can transition into today's game. And I think uh, there's there's some positives to take. And also, we need to talk about Edward Cabrera. It's it's right. We actually spoke about him last time uh, you were on the pod in, right. in positive lights. And there's still some positives. Yeah. But there's definitely a couple of little negative elements on Eddie Cabrera. But before we do that, um, it's time to let you know about our good friends over at Game Time. And they have graphics, too. So uh, for those watching, you get the graphics, too. Uh, look at that. Kind of almost teal. We'll see. Um, but And this is all about tickets, guys. If you're looking for last-minute tickets, these are the boys for you, no doubt about it. Um, funny you mentioned that. I've just uh, procured some tickets, last-minute tickets, to uh, the... Roland Garros tennis, the French Open, for uh, for a couple of weeks' time, uh, which uh, I'm very excited about. Anyway, forget planning months in advance, and you know me, I definitely wouldn't do that. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. I'd be absolutely hitting it up for that Marlins game on Friday, no doubt. Uh, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Can't say fairer than that. Get images of the seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All you have to do, pretty simple. You download the game time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONMLB for 20 bucks off. You can download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Love that strap line as well. Absolutely love that. Um, okay, positives. Fun, <laughs> let's start with them. The Marlins won a game. They won a series. <laughs> they came from behind. I mean, actually, they took the lead and then they kind of fumbled it. And we'll talk about why they did that. Right. But they came from behind. They got a big run in the ninth. Feels like Joey a 0-0 no game and you score. It's coming from behind when it comes to the Marlins. But yeah. <laughs> you know it. They love a come-from-behind win. That seems to be their MO. They hand it over to Puck in the ninth, and Puck strikes out the side, actually, as well. The, you know, the, ex the exclamation point there from Puck. But listen, these Marlins, 12-0 and 0 in one-run games. I don't recognize them. Do you recognize them? What is going on here? This is... I feel like I'm I'm being punked right now with how good the bullpen is. Like honestly, like this has never <laughs> no happened. Doubt. I feel like Ashton Kutcher is about to come around the corner and tell me I'm on a I'm on a reality TV show with <laughs> with how unreal this this is. This like 12 and over one game. What's going on? This is the Marlins. They notoriously screw everything up. This is awesome. <laughs> like like we have a lead in the eighth and ninth. You go Braz, Floro, or Puck. It's like those three guys have been absolutely nails. Nice. I know Puck struggled in Chicago. That was not his fault. I AJ Puck has been absolutely nails. Amazing. Like, like you can't ask for anything more out of him. He he's he is a fantastic closer to have. No doubt about it. Uh, the interesting bit just on Puck and something that's flared up, I would say, on Twitter today. Uh, interesting talking point. JJ Blade absolutely raking for the A's as well. Um, you still happy oh with that God. deal though? I'm happy with the deal because. Guess what? JJ Blade can now be a good baseball player now that he's not in Miami. Yeah. For whatever reason, the Miami curse, there's something going on. You leave, you automatically start raking. Very mm. happy for JJ. Mm. Sucks that he's in Oakland, somehow a worse fan base than Miami, but I'm happy he's having success at the big league level. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And uh, you're right on that point. I mean, who would want to be playing for the A's right now? It's, that's an absolute <laughs> mess over there, no doubt. Yeah. 
Um, when you yeah. look over and, and see that the Marlins are, are are the more or the better situation and fan base, then that's a real yeah. bad uh, that's a real bad situation. But overall, like you said, Park the pen it's just been nails. This pen has just absolutely drove this team forward all year, and they've you know if they get a lead, they're hanging on to it. Um, in impressive form. Like you said, they had a couple of little blips in, in Chicago, some fielding errors, the sun, all this kind of stuff going. But overall, mate, they're a 500 club at this point. And I feel like the rotation still hasn't hit its stride. Maybe, the, you know, the Uri Perez injection will kind of help. The offense hasn't really hit its stride. It's basically been a riot. There's a couple of home runs from uh, Hoy Soler and a couple yeah. of stolen bags from Jazz. Mm-hmm. Really, this team isn't clicking yet, but they're a 500 club at this point. Like, they're hanging tough, and I think Skip Schumacher's got a lot to do with this, mate, to be honest. What about you? I mean, I, I think the aura of the team is just its just different than than mm. when Donnie was was manager. And, I mean, Skip, Skip just seems like a, such a player's coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, he's just 24-7. He, he's, he's behind you. He's behind you the entire way. Just, you know he's got your back, and... At the same time, he knows when to hold somebody accountable. It's yeah. not you're getting off scot-free if you make a mistake or if it's something on the mental side of the game. He'll make sure to, to check you when you need to be checked. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the it, – it, it's like the ebb and flow of being a manager. It's, it's about managing how to handle your team. And I think Skip at this point – I, he's he's a rookie manager, but I think he's doing a really good job, and he's just a baseball guy through and through. He just knows how to handle people, and he knows the game and how to manage the bullpen. Yeah, no, I mean the bullpen management for certain. I, I mean he's uh, an eighty grade uh, for that. At the eighty moment. grade, uh, no. yeah, on the scouting <laughs> no. scale, he's eighty. Yeah, hundred percent. No doubt, eighty on that. And Kim spoke really highly. I mean, Kim would speak highly. I mean, she hired him and uh, he started yeah. well. But Kim was, you know, waxing lyrical about Skip as well. And yeah, to mm-hmm. your point, I think that word, the accountability, that is the word that stands out for me with Skip. Like, he's not afraid to just fire shots, you know, in public. Uh, if they need to be, <laughs> if they need to be fired, and I love that about about Skip, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey Wendell today, big knock, mate. What I didn't realize, yeah, he's had two big knocks in the last mm-hmm. couple of games. Yeah, there is only two hits of the year. <laughs> <laughs> big hits and big I mean, spots, but boy, oh boy, Wendell, yeah. what's? I mean, it's good to see him coming alive, but whew, they need something more out of Wendell, I think, uh, moving forwards. Absolutely, I think. I mean, Garrett Hampson is, is, has been, has been, he's, he's, he's a guy, you know, like, like he's just, he's just someone that that's there, but Joey Wendell, I mean, he, he's had a track record of, of being extremely solid against right-handed pitching. Yeah. I think if we can get Joey back to like his last two years with the Rays against right-handed pitching, I mean, I don't, I don't see why he can't be a serviceable shortstop. Obviously he's not anywhere near superstar material. But he could be he could be a very solid six or seven hitter in the lineup, yeah. and I mean he's just gotta he's just gotta stay healthy and and I think he's he's just a vet. So you give him at bats, he'll give you two seventy average, three twenty on base, and he'll he'll add a couple dingers in there. But he's, you just have to you just have to keep in the lineup every day, and you just have to stick with it and yeah. trust that the veteran presence that he is will will come through in the end. Yeah, no doubt. You mentioned Garrett Hampson as well. Yesterday, Takes was on the show, and uh, at one point, I think he he was trying to extend Garrett Hampson at one point. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we then, moved on the, we moved on the GZ with the extension. We're we're off exactly. and we're on the GZ. 
He's all over Jeezy and Jeezy today. It was just Woo! vintage, vintage Can't bomb. <sighs> oh my days! When that this was, guy is hot, that mate, was insane. It was insane, mate. I mean, like four forty dead center into the camera wells. Like he's smashing cameras up now and all sorts. This is insane from uh, Jesus. Um, what an impressive turnaround, mate. Because he was in he was in DFA territory, no doubt about it. I think at one point, Eli from Fist Stripes, he had an article and he tweeted about it. He's like, before the article was DFA territory. After the article, hitting almost four hundred. <laughs> like, was that the turning point? I was at the Marlins game last Sunday. I, I screamed at Jeezy, that I get to boy. Hey, you, you're the guy. You, you got this. And he started raking. That Was I a part of it? Who knows? Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you need to start but, speaking to Mean Gene Segura then rapido, I'd say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my voice carries that far. I was in right field. Maybe maybe I could scream at him next time with a little more carry, and, and maybe he'll hear me. But, um, but yeah, Jeezy. I, I love Jeezy. I think his personality is amazing. After mm. the 2021 season, I was all aboard the hype train. Yep. Just very disappointing. Could be like a post-hype sleeper, like in terms of performance. Um, he's just grinding at bats. I do think there's a little bit of uh, disappointment in terms of the pitches that he's missing. I mean, I've been watching a little bit of his at-bats. He, he's missing some hittable pitches, but... In the end, the result of the at-bat is positive. Yep. So it's hard to really complain too much about that because at the end of the day, he's he's getting the job done. And he's hitting the ball extremely hard. Like, seriously, extremely hard. Like, I don't have the stats in front of me, but, I mean, that home run was 110 off the bat, and he had another double oppo today on a fastball right down mm -hmm. the middle. Yeah. Like, like, last year, Jeezy – guarantee he wouldn't have he wouldn't have even made contact with those pitches no way he's just he was over swinging like just an insane amount and i feel like he's starting to figure out that listen 70 percent of your swing it will suffice it will suffice because you you are a strong kid and you can generate a ton of bat speed if you just swing 70 percent of mm -hmm. effort and i and i mean it, it it's showing honestly yeah, absolutely. It really is. I mean, this this hot streak, whatever the reason is, however it's turned around, I don't know. Is it Eli's article? Is it Danny Rodriguez, you know, giving him the pep talk? Who knows? But it is <laughs> glorious to see. And it's, you know, it's what the Marlins have needed, like finding this lefty stick that's, you know, in the heart of the order that can actually mm -hmm. deliver doubles, extra base hits, home runs, like, and fun. And personality, mm -hmm. like it's it's a yeah. it's a great mix, and you know he's a he's a kid that everyone wants to see do well. Like 100%. That's, you know, that's 100%. part of it too. Part yes. of it too. Um, yes. Let's let's do the next ad. Then let's talk about okay. Edward Cabrera, mate, because okay, the walks way too much, way oh too much. God. The stuff insane. Oh but let's talk about that, and also let's talk about some Jesus Lozado as well. He went a couple of days back as Please. well. And yeah. looking nice, but I know you've got some things you wanted to, to cover on him. So sure. let's get into the next ad. It's our good friends over at So Rare. And these boys also have some graphics too. Boy, oh boy, absolutely pumping the graphics. Look at these. Woo! So Rare Graphics. And it's our new sponsor, relatively new anyway. Um, and it's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 major league teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic 
Epic rewards, win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. It's free. Sounds amazing, right? Game weeks happen twice weekly, span a three, four uh, day cycle. At the end of the game week, so rare, managers who rank at the top or near top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. So pretty simple. All you have to do is head to SoRare.com slash locked on. Reminder that SoRare.com slash locked on. It's spelled so as in S-O and rare as in R-A-R-E.com. SoRare.com. Got it? (laughs) Draft your team of free player cards. Set your lineup. Start competing today to win those epic, that's bold and underlined, epic rewards. Again, SoRare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Absolutely nailed that ad, by the way. I have to, I have to just call it out. I often botch, <laughs> I often botch that one, but I've 80 absolutely grade, nailed. 80 grade. <laughs> 80 grade ad reads. It's two minutes to midnight here in the UK after the Marlins have just won a game. But we are here podcasting emergency podcast. We are working, baby. We're eating. Edward Cabrera. I felt like he was eating a touch too much heading into uh, spring. He looked a little bit chunky. Um, he then... Yeah, seemed to settle into the groove. But overall, talk to me about Eddie, because last time we spoke, mate, we spent a ton of time talking about his his repertoire and you were waxing lyrical. I don't think that's oh changed, God. but the walks are a major concern this year, right? It's 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 become an insane concern to the point where you wonder if you would benefit from some some time in Jacksonville to mm-hmm. to really hone in on the command of 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 his of his fastball and his curveball, honestly. It's it's become a problem where you don't know who you're going to get. Are you going to get the three shutout innings with five K's and no walks, mm. or are you going to get the four straight walks, including balking in a run in the next inning? That's just, that's not, that's not big league caliber. And he showed after just the terrible start to the season, his first two starts, and then he had like 11 walks. It's like, Okay. He, he showed signs of improvement in the last four or five starts with, in, in terms of the walks, a ton of swing and miss, a ton of strikeouts, exactly what you want to see from a guy like Eddie. Yep. And then just, to- just totally regresses back to the first two starts. In literally one inning, now we're starting to call in the question, is he trustworthy at every fifth day as a rotation piece? And it's extremely disappointing because – He's got the stuff. He's got the high-velocity fastball. He's got the insane power changeup. He's got the devastating hook. This guy has the potential to be Sandy. Yep. He has the potential to be Sandy Alcantara. But Sandy has way more command of his pitches than Eddie does. And it's going to take time. I do believe Eddie will turn into a two or three start starting pitcher. He showed last year that he has that ability. Yep. But it's just the inconsistency that's killing him right now. And and hopefully Mel Stoudemire can work his magic again because we need him. In Mel we trust, baby. In Mel we trust. Like it's yeah. you know, if there's a if there's a guy to fix it. There's a guy to do it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt so, on that. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued on this. Just the Eddie. I mean, today's today's game was just like the perfect game, right? It's just his whole season. In the space of four innings, three studs, strikeouts galore, one mm-hmm. dud, walks galore, including a balk, 
runs everywhere, gives the up the story of the season. Yeah, yep. story of the season, mate. Interesting point, though. You know, he does have, and this is, I guess, a storyline coming into the year. We thought he didn't have any minor league options, and then the Marlins went and got a special dispensation, and they actually added in another minor league year. So mm-hmm. they do have that flexibility now if they need it. And I guess right. if Uri comes up, does his thing, I mean, okay, do you lean on Brian Hoeing again? I don't know, but, you yeah. know, could this give the opportunity to Eddie to go down, work on some stuff away from the pressure cooker? Or do you maybe think, hey, listen, the Reds, Nats, Rockies are all on deck here. Let's see if he can work through it at the you know the big league level, but a tier down from facing the Braves and the Mets, let's say. I don't right. know. I'm interested to see how it plays out. I think they have so, a decision to make, though, yeah. right? Definitely. I think the, the biggest decision is, are they okay with writing out a, a, an opener, a bullpen day every fifth day, because that's essentially what Yuri is taking over at this point. And then if you send Eddie back down, you're essentially just flip-flopping and you're not replacing the bullpen day. Yeah. So that's essentially what we're looking at, like in theory. Obviously, the days aren't lining up um, 100%, but that's like in theory what would be happening. They might give Eddie a couple more chances to figure it out. I mean... May, I think he's earned a little bit of a leash, honestly, with how well he performed last year. Yeah. So I don't think it would be as quick of a hook as as we might think. And also the fact of the matter is Max Meyer is out for the year. Jake Eater, we thought he would be in AAA at this point, but he's still recovering from foot surgery. So he's not even in the picture at this point. Nope. And after that, like, who are we really looking at? We're looking at Dan Castano. We have some we 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 have we have some young guys in double A like Pat Monteverde, who's out of nowhere become fantastic in double A, or Dax Fulton, and he's not ready at all at a big league level. No. So depth has all of a sudden become a, a big issue for the Marlins, and it, it's it's a big decision what they should do with Eddie, honestly. It's going to be a tough decision. It is, mate. You're right, and it doesn't help, obviously, the Johnny Cueto situation. You know, one inning of, of work for Johnny Cueto, he comes back oh in Triple A, and uh, not the best start. Yeah, not. I mean, how do you see this playing out for Johnny Cueto here with the Marlins? Like, are they going to get anything out of him this year at all? I think I think they will, but the velocity is an issue right now. Uh, yeah. He cannot be in the big leagues throwing 86, 87. The, there's very few, very few pitchers who can get away with that. Yep. And I don't think Johnny Cueto is one of them. And and it's disappointing, honestly, because Johnny coming off a fantastic 2022 season, mm-hmm. and um, we he was supposed to be like the veteran presence to get, get you some innings. But at this point, you're you're hoping he makes a little bit of a comeback, but not in the near future, I don't think. Trevor Rogers down as well. Uh, Jesus Lozado, mate, he's had to step up. Like, obviously, yeah. Pablito traded too. So, listen, the Marlins mm-hmm. believed in Jesus Lozado. He started the year hot, had a couple of sticky starts in between. Um, mm-hmm. Bounced back as well this week. What have you made of Jesus Lozado this season? I think the faith the Marlins put in Jesus Lozado showed by them willing to let go of Pablo and Jesus step into the number two spot. And I think he's been very good. I think he's left some to be desired, honestly. If you look at so what we want out of Jesus is a little bit a little bit more depth going a little bit deeper into games yep. and at this point it's 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 really risky to let him go see the lineup a third time first time through the lineup he's absolutely bonkers he is fantastic second time through 
I looked at the stats. His ERA is in the low threes. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Fantastic. Third time through the order before this past start, ERA through the third time in the order was in the tens. Oh, and boy. that's a problem. <laughs> Jesus. His ERA through the third time in the order is in the tens. And wow. even he got through clean. He got through unscathed against the Diamondbacks. But if you look at the batted ball data, I was looking at this before we hopped on. He gave up singles at 107 exit velo, 109 exit velo, gave up a fly ball, 100 exit velo. He's getting barreled the, the third time through the order way more than the first and second time. Mm. And so there's an adjustment that needs to be made. I don't know if it's fatigue. I don't know if it's his stuff gets picked up a little bit easier as the game goes along. But it should be on Mel Sotomayor's radar as something to, I guess, brainstorm. How can we get through the third time through the lineup with a little bit more efficiency and effectiveness? Yeah, no doubt, mate. Third time through the lineup with a 10 ER, I mean, we're in opener territory here with Jesus. You know, it's, 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 the Marlins so, are going to go with four openers in the, with this rotation yeah. and Sandy. Oh boy! Oh yeah, I was very surprised to see that. And um, and and I know he's, I know he is extremely capable of being a going deep into the game kind yeah. of arm. He has the stuff. So it's all about executing and putting it all together. Yeah, absolutely. It would be wrong of me. Not to talk some Jazz Chisholm Jr. with you, brother. Um, it's <laughs> my it's, favorite pitcher. Let's go! I knew it, mate. I knew it, and uh, it would be yeah. We need to we need to talk some Jazz. Um, just give me uh, give me a sense of what you've seen from Jazz this season. You know, there's two parts of this. There's the offensive Jazz, and there's the the glove and the defensive Jazz. Obviously, transition at the center. I think clearly the defensive situation. I think it's been better than most expected. I think is the general 100%. assessment. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, he looks to be a, a, a legitimate big league center fielder right now at this point, right? Yes. And to his credit, I mean, he had he he's made amazing plays, and the the data supports it. He he has been fantastic defensively in center field, and it's just it just goes to show. I mean, you put in the work if you have the talent, you can make it happen. So very happy for Jazz that he's made that transition. I'm I'm an undercover Jazz fan. On Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter, I roast him because that's the only way he plays well is if people hate him on the timeline. Mm. I am an undercover Jazz fan, and I really hope he does well. He's been cutting on the strikeouts. Yesterday he had a fantastic day. Today he was putting the ball in play. He was working good counts. If he can just get the strikeout rate, he puts the ball in play. The average exit velocity and just the talent he does when he when he puts the bat on the ball, it's it's that of one of the best players in the game. But you can't showcase that if you're putting the ball in play only sixty percent of the time. Yeah. Like if if you're striking out that much, it, it's a problem. And as a leadoff hitter, you ha you have to be the spark plug. And if you're if you're getting sent back to the dugout thirty five percent of the time without even getting the ball put in play. That's not sparking anything. That's no. that's not instilling confidence in the rest of the lineup. So he has been playing a lot better of late. I hope he gets hot soon, and it, it would be it would be fantastic to have a full lineup of a hot Jazz, a healthy Coop, Solaire, Arise doing his thing, mm. and Jeezy. That that would be a fantastic top five. Yeah, and um, and yeah. So hopefully. I just, 
I, I just hope Jazz figures it out soon because, I mean, the Marlins really, really need him to play well in order to, to keep winning games. Yeah, they do. Kim spoke about it on the broadcast today as well, just how important Jazz is and exactly the point you just made. Is there a nine-war player in Jazz Chisholm Jr.? In a, in a single season, clearly, but is there a nine-war guy there? Uh Nine war is is Aaron Judge territory, Shohei Otani territory. I, the 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 confidence is is what kills Jazz because it creates this negative energy when he doesn't play well. Mm. Listen, man, just man, I just wish I just wish he, he could back up the talk, but I, I think I think there's a an all star level player in Jazz. I think there's a yeah. six war player in Jazz, and that is a fantastic ceiling to have. And I just really. I really hope he gets there because he is so fun to watch when he's on his game. And when you're tweeting nine war and you come out with a 600 OPS and a 40% uh, strikeout rate, I mean, you're, 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 you're asking for it at that point in terms of the, the negative media coverage. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Have to have a little bit of feel. Like, let's let's just play baseball here. <laughs> exactly. I think I think maybe he's made the sensible approach or, you know, his, his girlfriend has taken the sensible approach and said, Jazz, listen, take <laughs> some time off Twitter, brother. It's, uh, you know, take Dude, take a seat. If I was a if I was playing for the Marlins, I wouldn't even have Twitter. Why would no I way. care what what at not D-Rod has to say <laughs> on Twitter? Like, who am I to him? Like, why is he why is he even interacting with, with guys like us? Like, bro, you're a professional baseball player. Go play. We're here because we're watching you play. Exactly. Like, we're fans. You go like don't interact with us. We're 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 shitheads. Like, bro. <laughs> I'm completely with you, mate. If I was a pro so, anything uh in sports, I would not be on Twitter at all. There's no good of it. There's no good that can come of that situation. Negativity, I've always said. It's where 100%. I thrive. Exactly. Many of us do. Many of us do in that situation, yeah. no doubt. Um, is there any guys that you particularly wanted to call out? We've only got a minute or two left here to go, but is there any any other guys you want to call out? Good, bad, indifferent uh, in, in the first kind of 35 games here for the Marlins? Huascar Brazovan. I mean, I mean, come on. The guy the guy shows up out of nowhere and and he's and he has been fantastic. I love yeah. the guy. I, I I think he's fantastic. I love his stuff. I love his energy on the mounds. That's all I got to say. Just a quick shout out. Had to be done. What a stud. Had to be done. I don't know where they found this dude. And they've got him under control for like, you know, until he's 40 because you know, <laughs> he's, he's in his mid-30s. He's on the older side, which I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Nothing wrong with that. We shouldn't forget it. I'm 40 this year. So, uh, you know, everyone's hey. oh, yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Add a baby. There you go. Exactly. All right, Danny. That's been a lot of fun. Emergency podcast with Uri Perez News. The Marlins uh-huh. have won a series. They've they've gone twelve and zero in one run, one run games. Mate, this is sensational. What a podcast, mate! For those listening and don't have the graphics to help them, where can people, if they aren't already, follow you on Twitter, mate? For that, At for that entertainment, Rod, baby. There you go. Jazz is following him. I'm sure. I know he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazz, if you're listening to this, follow me on Twitter, bro. Yeah, you know it. You know it. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap us up for uh, Thursday's episode. Thanks for making Locked On Marlins your first listen of the day. Uh, Of course, I'll be back on Friday because, yes, this is a daily podcast. And on Friday, we will have Danny DeVivo in the house. uh, And he will be hyping up. When I think of Uri Perez, I think of Danny DeVivo. Those two names are forever connected in my mind. He's the first guy that ever introduced me to that guy. And it feels perfect, right to bring him on the show to hype the life out of Uri Perez in advance of his debut on Friday. We'll see you then.